Hey, this is Zev Bennett. You're listening to the Daily Halacha Kabbalah and Machshava podcast series brought to you by Yesod Blocks. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying this content, you can visit us at yesodblocks.com, the parent organization for this series, and you can subscribe there, get access to all the underlying frameworks that we use to dis- essentially answer the questions of this series. The series where we explore a halacha in every episode and try to get to the Kabbalah and Machshava underpinnings to show you how the halacha is activating, actualizing these deep underlying dynamics and concepts that are within your within your consciousness, within your mind, within your emotional states, and similarly to give you some kind of way to practically express underlying spiritual dynamics that you have within yourself in the form of halacha. That is the purpose and goal of this series, and the roots of this series are in all the Kabbalah concepts and the overall systematic framework of Torah that is fully developed at yesodblocks.com. So if you want to access all of that and support what we're doing with your subscription, you can sign up over there and listen to all the older stuff that's there, the stuff that's been up there for the last, last year or so, and we're adding new content all the time, and so we have a bunch of new series that will be getting out soon on the platform as well. So head over there, check that out, and join our growing community today. The whole key to understanding the Torah concepts that we're discussing here is to realize that they all interconnect and there is a framework, there is a system here. It's not just random, nice ideas, uh, things to work on in a general sense or vague sense. There's an actual system of understanding a map of the totality of reality. And so in this particular episode, we're going to explore two halachos that are uh, the next two halachos in Siman Nun Gimel, section 53 of the Shulchan Aruch of Orachayim, which is the section about who should be the leader of the Tefillah group, the Tefillah B'Tzibor, the Minyan, a uh, person who is the chazan is supposed to have certain qualifications. We've been discussing these the last few episodes, uh, different halachas from this section. And so we're, we're now up to halacha uh, tetvav, which is the 15th halacha. And also we're going to cover tetzayin, because these are really back-to-back two sides of the same coin. So the halacha here in tetvav is shliach tzibur kavua. If you have a shliach tzibur, a, a person who is the leader of the tefillah group, who has been appointed to that position and has been in that position for some time, so uh, if, he, if you have a person like that in the group, he can descend, in other words, he can go down to the position that the leader takes in the uh, tefillah group, that he's supposed to stand in the front in a lower area, uh, and everybody kind of looks towards him as the, as the leader, the director, the, the marker of the place that the group is in, in the process of tefillah. So he can just go down there on his own. He doesn't have to wait for someone to tell him, oh, go down and start. Um, he's allowed to take the initiative and do that on his own because the Shaliyah Tzibur, who is the appointed Shaliyah Tzibur, the appointed vision leader for the group, uh, he's already had that position for some time. So he's basically now looked to as the leader and there's no problem with him initiating that on his own. Now, why would there have been a problem with doing something like that? Well, we'll see that uh, a little bit from what comes out of the next halacha. So halacha Tedzayin says, Mi a person who is not a fixed, um, gen- uh, uh, a repeating shaliach tibur, tzarech l'sarev ma'at, kodem shayered l'fnei teva. So let's say you now go up to him and you say to him, uh, you want him to now be the chazan, to be the leader of the tefillah group. It says, tzarech l'sarev ma'at, you should, you should, so, so if you're that person and you're being asked, you should, um, you should, say no. In other words, don't say, like, it doesn't say, say no flat out. It says you should, you should kind of like, uh, uh, push him, push, push the guy off, the one who's asking you to do it. You should kind of be like, no, it's okay. Like, find somebody else before going down. You shouldn't, you shouldn't go too far with that. In other words, you should kind of be like a little hesitant, a little bit like, like kind of saying no, but not too far. Just the first time they ask you, you should you should push it off. If they come to you a second time, so you should make it like, okay, you know what, I'm going to get up now, I'm going to go and do it. If they come and ask you a third time, you should just go right away. 
let's say the person who initially comes up to you to ask you to be the Shliach Tzibor, he's somebody who is uh, uh, an important person in the group, in other words, somebody who is very uh, spiritually advanced, so you should not uh, push him off at all, you should immediately acquiesce to his request that you be the Shliach Tzibor and go right away. So these are the two halachos, again, the first one is, if you are the fixed, the appointed Shliach Tzibor, the leader of the group, then, then you can go down without anybody even asking you, you can just start the tefillah group uh, of your own initiative, nobody Nobody from the group has to go up to you uh, and as kind of like a group level election say to you to now begin, you can just go yourself. And the second example where you're being asked to do it and you're not the fixed one, that's usually the one doing it. So you should try to kind of push it off a little bit and then ultimately you should agree and go and do it. So the uh, the Mishnah Brewer here mentions that the dynamics at play underneath this halacha are what's called a, um, a davar, davar srara, which basically means a position of authority. So that makes a lot of sense, right? If you are the fixed shaliyah tzibur, it means you have a position of authority now. You are appointed as the one who will now lead the groups on a regular basis, uh, generally, every day, three times a day, let's say. Um, and so you have now been appointed through the election of the group to now have that position of authority. And as a result, the first halacha is telling you, okay, so you can just go and begin uh, whenever you want because they have all authorized you to do so. In the second halacha, so you are not appointed to do this. And so they, they, the person who's going around trying to find somebody to be the leader of the group, he uh, fixes upon you. And so initially you're supposed to say no, uh, and then you can ultimately acquiesce. So in this davar srara, this position of authority, there's two different uh, aspects that we have to dig into a little bit to explore the underlying dynamics. So we'll do the, the, the simpler one first, and that's the one that we've been kind of exploring uh, throughout this section of Shulchan Aruch, which is that in order for a person to be a shaliach tzibur, to be the visionary leader of the group, of the tefillah group, you have to have the backing of the group itself. In other words, as we described, there's all these different requirements. You have to be able to read, you have to be somebody that, every, that people look up to, you have to be somebody who's of a certain age and a certain, um, a certain level of spiritual development, and that's because the situation in which you are leading here is, is a, is not, it, it, it's supposed to be that the people who, in the group are looking towards you to augment their own inner alignment process that they're engaging through the tefillah group. In other words, tefillah in general is supposed to be an alignment, an internal alignment process where we're digging into the layers of our own wantings to try to find the root of everything that we want uh, and to discover that its core is actually in the things that Hashem wants. That's what it says in Pirkei Avot, uh, that you're basically supposed to try to explore and find Hashem's ratzon, what Hashem wants, uh, which is the root of everything that you want. And that's what we've described this process uh, of, of the layering of our wantings, that you might say, I want money. but that's, So if you had money, what would that give you? In other words, why do you want money? So you might say, because I want stability, or I want security. Uh, and then it's, I, I, want, I want to be able to do things that I want. You can kind of dig deeper and deeper underneath those things. Like, well, why do you want stability? Why do you want security? Why do you want to be able to do the things that you want? What does that give you? What's underneath that? And then there's layers and layers. And ultimately, at the root of all of that is that you are a divine self that is seeking to imprint itself, manifest itself into the world and create some kind of um, uh, meaningful change to the world that is an expression of who you are, and by and by doing so, essentially reflect the, the divine, intangible self that is the root of who you are, translated through all these layers, making it ultimately tangible in the uh, uh, external manifestation of your own accomplishments in the world. So that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to basically make stuff happen. You, the intangible, invisible self underneath, is trying to now uh, channel yourself through the, the perceptions, the thoughts, the emotional states, and the physical manifestations of your being into the outside world to make things 
happen as an expression of your own internal intangible self. It's basically the, the downloading of your consciousness in some kind of finite form into the world. So that's what you are trying to do. And so at the very root of that, that, that at the root of yourself is that core wanting and every other wanting that you have, whether it's money or um, security or it's certain education or you have goals in, in, in family things, they're all ultimately rooted in that core divine impulse that is the, the, the inner you that is essentially synonymous with and fused with Hashem uh, at the root of the, of the neshama body structure. And that, that root is basically what the simtsum, the constriction that Hashem underwent to make himself uh, essentially manifest as a fragment in a fragmented partial form. So Hashem basically, um, he, he constricted himself in such a way that now he's manifest here as a, as a partial self. And that's what you are. You are the partial self of Hashem that is now experiencing yourself as a result of that simtsum, that constriction, as if you are separate from Hashem, as if you are your own self. But at the root, you are actually one with Hashem. And the process of tefillah is about discovering that and, and uncovering that inner inner oneness, inner alignment. And that is the process of alignment that tefillah is all about. So that's what we're trying to do in this group. And so we want to have the person leading that group be a person who is uh, deeply aligned as well, so that way we can look to him to actually benefit from having a group of people who are trying to align themselves with Hashem in that way. We want the leader of that group to be a particularly uh, developed level of those types of dynamics. So that's the reason why the, the person who's appointed the Shaliyah Tzibur is a Davar Srara. He's basically a position of authority, but we want to stress, like it's very important to, to clarify this, that in the world, when we talk about authority, it's very often thought of like almost like in a bureaucratic sense, which is like, okay, there's a person who's in charge and that person has power and that person can uh, can can you know essentially has control over other people or other or situations that are within his purview his or her purview um, because that's the whole idea of power power basically means you can make other people do what you want within a given context so here the idea of this srara is that you are appointed specifically to do this job you're supposed to be the person who is now leading the people in this way and this this is what your what your authority is and so in the first halacha if you are that person you are appointed for that then you can just descend now to the position in the, in the front of the group and begin the process of the tefillah alignment and then you don't have to ask anybody to do that because you've already been appointed to do so and that is your position of authority and that's basically uh, what we've been um, describing it up until now. Now the other side of the story, the second piece of this uh, is really the second halacha here which is that the idea that if you've not been appointed to this, to this position of authority you should, um, you should decline initially um, and the reason for that is because the idea of surara and being in a position of authority, the problem with that is, is essentially the Eitzadas Tovara. The Eitzadas Tovara, what it does is, this again, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the tree of subjective, a perceptual knowledge of subjective good and evil, is basically this result that we have from eating from the tree in the story of the Garden of Eden. And what that tree does is it basically makes it that your way of perceiving reality is now uh, essentially a function of your own personal preference, as opposed to it being a function of reality itself, so it, it tends to distort, and you actually tend to see things more and more in terms of what it is that you want to see as opposed to the way things actually are. So that's the, the idea of the Eitzadas Tovara. So what that means is that in a situation in which you are put into a position of authority, unfortunately, we have often seen people in positions of authority tend to get drunk with their power. It's intoxicating. What that means is that they their perception of themselves, now that they've been appointed as someone of significance in a particular area, they start to perceive themselves as um, as important in that in such a way that now other people are hierarchically below them, and therefore they don't connect to them when they're in a situation in which their power is relevant, and instead they operate often from a place of corruption where they basically want to use their power uh, in a way to to convey 
to those who are within their control that they are the ones who are in charge. So that's a very, that's a very, um, it's a distorted idea of what power is. Because if you think about the idea of the position of authority we just described, the goal of your position of authority as a Shaliyah Tibur is you were given this power to now lead because you are spiritually more developed. And so you're supposed to use that power to help lift up the people around you to actually be more spiritually developed themselves. That's why it says here the Shaliyah Tibur descends to the Teva. He has to go to a lower place because since he's the leader, so a leader by definition in, in Torah and, and truth-based thought is not a person who is now on top of everybody else and now uh, hierarchically just tells everybody else what to do because he knows what's best for them and, he, and, and, and he's better than them uh, and therefore he basically can just control their lives because their lives are not significant relative to his. It's the opposite. The higher, the, the more of a leader position you take, the lower you become. In other words, the more you have to support other people, the more you have to lift up other people, the more you have to use your, your deeper, broader perspectives and knowledge to actually help lift other people up. That's what a true leader does in business and in social contexts like this example uh, of tefillah in a group. And so the idea here is that since people have this tendency when they're offered positions of authority where they're now going to be noticed, they're going to be authorized to make decisions about other people's lives or in some situation like that, so the, the issue is that that can now begin to inflate your perception of yourself and you'll see yourself as someone who is now above other people. And the problem is that at the root of who we are, we are all endless already. We have endless value. We are each a neshama that is irreplaceable, utterly unique, intangible, immortal, beyond any comparison to any other self. So from that place, we already should have all of our sense of, of, of self-esteem, of, of internal value should be coming from that core root place. But then we also have many different um, talents, abilities, outer layers that have to do with our bodies, our emotions, our thoughts, our intelligence, our perceptions. And so if you get appointed to be Shaliyah Tzibur because you have developed those different external tools uh, in these ways that now make you more advanced uh, spiritually than the people that you're leading. So then we want you to be the person who's now going to lead the group. And then you can, from that place of leadership, you can now help lift everybody else up. That's the whole idea uh, of a, of a truth-based Torah uh, leadership structure. So that's what we want you to do. But unfortunately, what people tend to do instead of that is we tend, we get appointed to a position of authority to confuse the different parts of our being. What happens is uh, often on the inside, the side of ourselves that is the endless neshama side, maybe we are not really in touch with who we deeply are, and so we don't actually have a, a deep sense of self-esteem, of self-worth. And so instead of looking deep within ourselves to get that sense of self-worth from our divine core, we tend to now look to our externalities, our position, the fact that we are just appointed to this position of authority, and we say, oh, I must be worth something, and we get the sense of self-worth from that external thing. And that is the definition of arrogance, because what does that do? It starts to say, oh, look at my abilities. I have this ability. I have that ability. That's why I was appointed to this position of authority. And that proves that I'm actually valuable. And therefore, people who don't have that those abilities, I can compare myself to them. And then I can see, hey, they don't have these same levels of development that I have. And then the fact that they don't have that means that I am more significant than them. And I don't need to take them into account. That is the definition of arrogance. It disconnects us from the people around us because instead of us looking to others to see how we can give to them from what we have, we're looking to others to take from them in the sense that we can now give ourselves a sense of self-worth in comparison to their lesser development in their areas. So that is an arrogance dynamic, and it, it fundamentally disconnects us from other people, as opposed to the, tr the, the true goal of this process is to actually make it that we connect ourselves with the people around us to actually lift them up. So that's why this halacha here tells us that if you are told, if you are asked to be the shaliyah tibor, you should initially decline, because we're concerned that people who, who immediately jump to these positions, uh, they actually are, are getting excited by them because they are now, they are now being 
in a certain sense, bribed, they're, they're being pulled to be the authority in the situation uh, from a place of trying to get self-worth for themselves from these externalities. And that will actually mean that that undermines the whole goal of being a shliach tzibur in this way. So that's what the point of this halacha is, uh, ultimately. And so the, the only exception that halacha ends off here and says, if it's an adam gadol, a person who's already very spiritually developed in advance, if he asks you to be the shaliyah tzibur, so then it's actually an arrogant thing to decline to, from him, because he's a person who's already very developed, and if he asks you and singles you out, and you say no, so that actually, in, in a certain way, insinuates that now you are trying to do battle with him. It's like he is a person who's very developed and deep and profound, and you're now declining his his request. You're kind of saying, you're, you're kind of, um, it's, it's like a chutzpah. It's like you're kind of saying, oh, uh, actually, I'm looking at you through the lens of like comparing ourselves one to the other, and I uh, don't have to listen to you because I am better than you or as good as you in, in the way that you are. And so that, that creates an, a different kind of distortion, ultimately gets to the same place. It's viewed as an arrogance type of dynamic. Um, you can probably find a way to decline in a way that does not convey that kind of thing. Um, but if, it, if you can't, then you're supposed to immediately acquiesce because otherwise it, makes, it, it, it creates the same type of arrogance dynamic that we just described. And, and funnily enough, uh, by declining in that situation, you're actually um, causing more damage, not less. So these are the underlying dynamics of arrogance and the concept of humility. Humility basically means that you're getting yourself out of the way, you're getting your getting all of your attributes out of the way, and all you are trying to become is a conduit for Hashem's self. It's not about you, it's about yourself serving Hashem and then serving everybody else through your talents and your abilities. That is the definition of anavat, being a, it's from the language of poverty. I don't have anything of my own, I get everything from Hashem, and I'm here to now ch channel that into the world to help lift up everybody else around me. Uh, that is the role of the Shaliyah Tibor in this case. That's why he's supposed to be a special person, and that's what underlies these two halachos uh, and, the, and the, their positioning, and why one is one way, one is the opposite way. Uh, and that's basically the idea at play here. So hope you enjoyed that. That was clarifying. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and looking forward to having you join me for the next episode.